0: Hello and welcome, everyone, to Over and Back. Recording on a Sunday night, got some time tonight to uh, to fit this in. The Badgers just lost. I think I just I think I heard that it's their seventh loss in the in the last nine games. Not great, not great at all. Let's talk FVA because that's what we do here. We talk mostly about the FVA. We talk about other schools and stuff like that. But we're going to talk. You know, we on the FVA. It is what it is. Before we get into the games last week, the Tuesday games, the Friday games, I want to just kind of clarify something because it's been discussed with me. With some friends and people, you know, you can go to my Twitter account. And you can see what people respond uh, respond to me about certain things. So I use I use the word shit show a lot to describe the FEA. I think I've used dumpster fire, and I know that there is a I think there is a a negative connotation that comes with with those phrases, right? To me, you know, if you if you like if you Google the word shit show and the definitions, whatever, uh, there's some other words that describe a shit show as chaotic confusing, I think those describe the FBA. The FBA is chaos and it is very confusing. So I don't mean to say that it's like a complete shit show and it's bad basketball and things like that. There are, it is bad basketball at times. That's not, that's, that is true. But someone, you know, there's, there's people who will throw the word competitive and I guess maybe it's just me, but when I hear the word competitive, I think of like two really good teams going at it and it's great basketball to watch. And that is not now. I'm not saying that that is that. That's just my definition. I'm not saying that I'm I'm right. But yes, this the FEA is competitive in the sense that any team can beat any team. For, any team can beat any team for the most part. That 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 is true. That is true. But some of these games are bad. Some of these games are bad games. Some of these some of these scores. Some of the, the, the offenses, some of the defenses, some of it's bad. Is it competitive? Yes. If it's I mean, if it's if you're watching a game and the, the game ends thirty to thirty one, well, I think there was a girls game that just ended twenty two to nineteen. That's a pretty competitive game, right? I I don't know. That sounds awful to me. That sounds awful. So yes, you it can be competitive, but it can also be ugly. And it can also be a shit show, and it can also be a dumpster fire. I think we should all be able to agree that the FEA is competitive. And it is also a shit show and it is also a dumpster fire. So I just want to clarify. I'm not I'm not shitting on the FEA. I'm just saying it's it is it is chaos, it is confusing, it is a shit show. And yes, it is competitive as well. All right, let's go Tuesday games. It was your typical Tuesday night. Nothing, nothing really great Tuesday. No real upsets, just kind of what you expected. So Fond du Lac beats Appleton East, Nina beats Oshkosh West, Appleton North beats Appleton West, Kakana beats Hortonville. And Oshkosh North beats Kimberly. There's the only thing that I really wanted to say about the Tuesday night games is this is where Oshkosh North. I look at Oshkosh North. I'm like, this team can go to state. And this this is the reality of what's going to happen with Oshkosh North. And they they showed both they they showed both both sides of it this past week. And we'll get to Friday in a bit. Their role players hit shots on Tuesday night against Kimberly, and that is why they beat Kimberly. This it is as simple as this for Oshkosh North. When the role players hit shots they win and they can beat anyone when the role players do not hit shots they will lose to anyone that's their team that that's the team mitchell and clark are going to get you their 20 to 25 every night but it is what it, what those role players players are going to do that's what that's what makes or break this team that's it it is as simple as that tuesday night the role players hit shots and they beat kimberly let's move to friday <laughs> if t- tuesday and friday were as opposite as as it could have been that you could not have, you know, I went into Friday and I'm like, gosh, the podcast is going to be a short one this week because Tuesday was just blah. And then the FEA threw Friday at us. I mean, this is, this is when I say chaotic and confusing. That's why I call the FEA a shit show. Friday was Friday was fucking awesome. So the, the one game that was whatever Hortonville beats Oshkosh West. I, I try to write these, these games down on a whiteboard. And which one I want to talk about, and which one's more surprising, and so Hortonville beats Oshkosh West, no surprise there. The other one that's probably not much of a surprise, Final Act beats Nina. I am not even, I'm not even kidding you. This is how my Friday night went. So, I didn't really know what game I had. A, I had all the games on that I could for FEA on my computer, on TVs, whatever. But I put Wisconsin Lutheran was at Pewaukee, and I hadn't had a chance to watch Pewaukee this year, and they were on my big screen. So I'm watching Wisconsin Lutheran, and I'm watching Pewaukee. That's that's my main focus. And then I've got some other games on, right? I wanted to watch. I thought Fond du Lac and Nina would be competitive. There's that word again. So I had that on my next. That was kind of my, the next game that I was checking in on. And then I was checking on Appleton East and Oshkosh North. Obviously, I was checking in on Kimberly. So that's going on. I'm watching Wisconsin Lutheran and Pewaukee, and I go and check in to Fond du Lac and Nina. And I am not even kidding you. Within two minutes, I saw two flops from Nina. Within two minutes, I start watching it. Two minutes, like two or three possessions, I think it was, two flops by Nina. The the greatest thing about it is that neither of them were called. But I'm just like, this is amazing. You just turn them on and there's just they're just flops, just flops in the lane. Just I can, and every time you can call it, you get someone gets to the ball in the post and you're like, well, here's a flop coming, and there goes the Nina kid into the paint. And again, they've been getting rewarded for these flops. They did not get rewarded on Friday night. So Fonalek ends up beating Nina at Nina. Fond du Lac has cemented themselves as the number one team in the FAA They got a three-game a three-game lead. They are they are rolling right now, and they are uh, they are the best team. And it's and I don't I'm not sure it's close at this point. I know they just lost to Kimberly uh, last week, but I, I just they're that's the team that you trust. If you're looking at all these teams, the one team that you trust is Fond du Lac. Appleton East beats Oshkosh North at Oshkosh North. This is what I was talking about. So me and my buddy picked games, and I picked Appleton East to beat Oshkosh North because this is what I knew. I knew that on Tuesday, Oshkosh North's role players hit a bunch of shots, and I know that Appleton East cannot defend the perimeter very well. So I knew that Oshkosh North's guys were going to get shots up, and I also had a hunch that they weren't going to be able to do it two games in a row, and I was right. The role players did not show up, they did not hit their shots, and Appleton East beat Oshkosh North. So you'd call it an upset. The way the way the season has gone, you'd probably call that an upset. I again, I wasn't that surprised, just knowing finally knowing what I know how these teams are playing. But Appleton East has had a rough year. Oshkosh North hasn't been great. So it's I guess it's a little it's a little bit of a surprising a surprising victory for Appleton East to go at Oshkosh, to go to Oshkosh North and and win. The the next surprising game of the night. Appleton North at Kimberly and Appleton North I don't know, we want to say shocks. I don't I don't know if shocks surprises Kimberly. So Appleton North essentially sits in a 2 3 zone for the most part of the game. And it's a it's a packed, it's a packed 2 3 zone. Here's the reality of Kimberly. They're not a great three point shooting team. And that's not an opinion. You can look at go look at the the season stats. Kimberly is not a great three point shooting team. So the way to stay in a game against Kimberly is let's let's play a zone and let's see if they can they can shoot us out of the zone. And Kimberly did not, and Appleton North, and their young. I call them a the young bucks. These guys, these guys are going to be so good in a few years. I'm so excited to watch them over the next couple of years. But they they sat in a two three zone, and Kimberly couldn't couldn't I guess solve it. Couldn't hit shots to to get him out of the zone. And Appleton North has a huge victory against Kimberly. the <laughs> The game of the night. This this one this one. It, oh, you know I don't like to say I, I I'd like to say that things do not shock me. I don't know if I would have ever predicted this. Now, I did predict an upset was coming. I warned Kakana. You guys saw it on the on the power rankings at theunintentional.com. Again, updated today. I wrote it last week. I, it was as simple as this. App, the, app, the upset is coming. Kakana, you've been warned. I more war, I tried to warn Kakana. I tried to warn them that this upset was coming. Okay. However, I'm not sure I expected this. Appleton West beats Kikana by 24. Let me repeat that. Appleton West beats Kikana by 24. Not four. Not four points. But 24 points. To what I had called the second best team in the FEA. To what some have told me is the most talented team in the FEA. They lost to one of the worst teams in the conference by 24 fucking points. I want you guys to think just... Think about that. Like you, you can have off nights, and Kakana, by all accounts, had an off night. But to lose by twenty-four points to one of the worst teams in the conference—that's bad. That's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing loss, and that's not to—I'm not—I'm not—I I'm, don't want to like take anything away from Appleton West. You know, they're all hardworking kids, and they're all—they're all basketball players, and they all, everyone—you know—plays hard and. And Appleton West has bad has a bad had a bad year. They've had a bad year. They haven't beaten basically anyone, and to beat one of the top teams in the FEA by twenty four, that it's embarrassing for That It's as simple as that. It's an embarrassing embarrassing loss for Kakana. I when I heard it, so I think I think live, Appleton West, you guys got to fix your live feed. Your your shit runs on the whole time. I think like the J V game and then it goes to varsity and then you must have a time limit and it ends up cutting off like right around halftime. So you can't even watch the second half. I I didn't even tune in because I just thought Kakana was gonna roll the West, even though I you know, even though I put him on morning for the upset. But someone had said that it cut out apparently at halftime, that it was just it was just it was over. So no one could watch the second half of, of the game. Because for however they have their set up, their live stream set up, it just it, it cuts out. So I wasn't even able to see it. I'm, I was following on Twitter, and I'm like, do I have the right account? Is Appleton West beating App- uh, Kakana Girls this by, by this much? This can't be the boys. And then I'm like, well, someone did, did were all their starters out? Did they have were they playing with four kids? <laughs> sorry, I don't mean that's mean. I'm sorry, that's mean to Appleton West. But I something I'm like something had to something had to happen. Something had to happen. So I never got a story until Saturday morning. I'm I'm going to CYO game for my son Caden, and I run into a Kikana guy, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened to Kikana? Like, what, were they did they did they miss people? Were missed people missing? Like, what what's what's happening? What what the hell did I miss?" And I guess it was as simple as Kikana shot like shit. I don't I don't know. I if you are the most talented team in the FEA, I don't think they are. If you are a top team in the FEA, which I for the most part, did up until, I guess, Friday night. You you can't lose by twenty four, and you can't have everyone just can't shoot like shit. I know they're high school kids, and I know what happens. But at some, I mean, they got a six, they got a six nine kid, a six ten kid. I, I I, are we shooting like shit from layups? Are we not getting in the ball? Again, I didn't see the game. I couldn't see the game, so I don't I don't know exactly know completely what happened. All I know is it was an embarrassing loss for Kikana. And you know what? Of course, it's Kikana. Of course, just like everything that's gone on with, you know, the one point shit happening with Appleton North, of course it's fucking Kakana. Like it just, it just had to be, I I don't know. Is that, I guess that's karma. Maybe that's karma. Maybe that's karma. You screw Appleton North by a point. You know what? Here you go. You're going to lose Appleton West by 24. There, I tell you, man, there are higher powers in this world. I truly believe that there is higher, there is a higher power. And this made me believe that even more. So that's the week in the FEA. So let's get to the power rankings, which was by far the toughest power rankings to do all year, which is expected, right? The, as every week that goes past, it's going to be harder and harder to do the power rankings because it's, it's. I'm not, I just can't, you cannot go straight off a record. You can't. There's just so much shit going on that you got to use the eye test. You got to look at what, who's playing, who's playing really well, things that are going on. So power rankings again, updated every Sunday at theunintentional.com. You're number one. Like I stated before, FinalX, final is number one. They're up. They got a three-game lead on everyone. This is the best team in the FEA, and I think the only question now that we need to start asking ourselves is how far can this team go in the playoffs? Now they're in a section with DePier. I, I don't think anyone's going to expect them to get past DePier, but I I think that might be the sectional championship. I think that's where this is headed. We're going to have a final FinalX sectional championship. That, that's what I would pick. If, you know, looking at things now, and we'll, I'll get to the sectional picks in a while when we. Um, when we get to that point, but I I think that's the next question for Fonolai is how far can this team go in the playoffs? Number two, this was really hard. I mean, two through two through seven was tough. Two through eight, two through seven was really tough. two through eight was tough. I have Nina too, and this is this is all about Coach Robus. Be over anything else. I, I don't I don't like the flopping. I don't like the flopping that Nina does. Anyone who does not think that Nina does not flop, watch the games. They flop constantly it is it is really really tough to watch at times how much they flop but they're number two I trust them more than any other team just because of coach Robis I think they're I think they have, have a really really good backcourt but I think they're really dependent on their backcourt so there's potential to you know struggle if those guys don't play well but I I just think I trust them more than anyone else that I could put possibly in this spot number three is Hortonville I put Hortonville number three. I they play everyone tight. this team is not going to get blown out. They, are just not. It's not. They're not fun. They're not the greatest or most fun team to watch usually, but they are for the most part competitive in every game. There's I don't know what their biggest margin of uh, loss or victory is this year, but for the most part when they play these, their games are tough. Their their games are tight. So I have them three. Kakana, I dropped to four. I still think they might be better than four. I, I think when they're when they're on, they're really really good. But you cannot lose to Appleton West by twenty four and expect to stay at number two in the power rankings. That's you just can't. And I and I honestly wanted to drop them further, but there were so many other surprising losses on Friday night that I just I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't put them past four. Oshkosh North was number five. I didn't feel good about it. I don't feel good even saying it right now that I have Oshkosh North fifth. In the FBA after losing to Appleton East. They, again, they had two games that were the exact, that sum up exactly what they are. Role players hit shots, they win. Role players don't hit shots, they lose. And that's what happens to all their losses. When they're when those guys don't hit shots, they lose their games. I don't trust them. But unfortunately, or fortunately, they're in the FBA, and there's a lot of teams not to trust. So Oshkosh North is number five. Kimberly, I have six. Another one, I just, I, I don't know. 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 I don't know if they're six. They could be seven. They could be eight. They could be five. They 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 went zero two this past week. They lost Ashkosh North, and then they had the the loss to Appleton North, where they just they just they're just not a great shooting team. That's the flaw of this team. They're not a great shooting team, and that's that might be what kills them as we get towards the playoffs. Are, are other teams going to look at this and be like, "Well, you saw what Appleton North did. Let's try the same thing." Appleton East to seven. I wanted to put them higher. Like I feel like they're starting I'm starting to trust them a little bit more. They look pretty good against Oshkosh North, but they've had too many just blah games all year and they've just been underachieving all year that I just I can't move them out of the 7 spot. So Appleton East is number 7. Appleton North, I got I got number 8. They went 2-0 last week. They beat Appleton West and then they beat Kimberly. The young kids played well. That team is getting experience. Again, this is a team that's going to be awesome to watch next year and the year after. This is not a team that's probably going to make much noise in the playoffs. It's, it's, the expectations are not that high. But they pulled out a great victory at Kimberly on Friday night, and they are number eight in the power rankings. Number nine, Appleton West. I told Appleton West if they, went, they won a game, they'd get, out of the, they'd get out of the basement. Maybe it's not fair to Oshkosh West, who's 10, but I told Appleton West, you win an FBA game, I'll, I'll, I'll get you out of the basement. So they're number nine, and that was a huge win. You know, sometimes you play teams that have off nights. I get it. But you won by 24. You didn't barely win this. You didn't barely beat Kekana. You beat him by 24, regardless of how off Kakana was. And then Oshkosh, Oshkosh West is 10. And next week, we've got Appleton West against Oshkosh West for the basement of the FEA. That's going to determine who is 9 and who is 10, because the season's coming down. The season's winding down. We only have a few weeks left. And then we got playoffs coming. Playoffs are right around the corner. So... Power rankings again. We've got Fond du Lac number one, Nina number two, Hortonville number three, Kokanee four, Oshkosh North five, Kimberly six, Appleton East seven, Appleton North eight, Appleton West nine, and Oshkosh West is in the number ten spot. I mentioned before I was watching Wisconsin Lutheran against Pewaukee. I'd said you know previously that Wisconsin Lutheran I thought was the best team in the state all divisions. I had backtracked on that after kind of seeing him in person uh, and just kind of knowing some things. And then I went to De Pere. and then last week I mentioned. Is Pewaukee the best team in this in the state? I wasn't saying they were. I was just I was just merely throwing the idea out there. Is Pewaukee the best team in the state? Over to Pierre. and I haven't had a chance to watch Pewaukee until Friday night. Holy shit, this team is good. I didn't. I knew that they had two studs in Milan and Nick, but I wasn't sure how the role players were, and their role players are fucking good. They 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 play their roles perfectly and they can hit shots, and they can defend, they know where to be, they play great around Nick and Milan, this team's fucking good. And this game, Saturday night, at De between Pewaukee and De is, I would assume, is going to be absolutely amazing. Again, if you have time on Saturday night to get to that game, get to that game. I'm assuming that gym is going to be absolutely fucking packed. So I'm so excited for that game on Saturday. If I had to make a prediction, and I and I will, because I I'm going to later in the week for sure, uh, with my friend that we do predictions of these games for, I would lean to Pierre, and I would lean to Pierre for one, one main reason. I think De Pierre has guys that they can throw at Milan and Nick. I don't know if Pewaukee has a guy that can guard Johnny. I I I just I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, I've only seen Pewaukee once. Maybe they've, maybe they've got a guy that they can stick on Johnny. That you know negates what he does. I just don't think that it'll be as easy as it it will be for Depierre to put guys at, on Milan and and Nick. Now that's not to say that Milan or Nick couldn't completely go off. Regardless, I, I they could. They they very well could. And Piwakis, I said Piwakis' role players are are really good. Depierre's role players are really good too. These are these are the two best teams in the state. I I think that's I think that's a, a factual statement. I'm just I'm leaning to pier. It's at to pier. I just think De pier has a little bit more. So my prediction as of Sunday night, uh, six days before the the game, I think like we all think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be competitive. It's going to be close. I think De pier just has a little bit too much. I think it helps that they're at home. The crowd's going to be crazy. I will go to pier by seven over Pewaukee, and I will not be shocked if Pewaukee wins this game. I will not but i'm going to go to peer and i'll go to peer by 7. i want to end on one thing and i and I, I try to say it every week but i really want to just take time to really really just tell you guys i thank you so much for listening. i appreciate all the comments, the messages, the response to any tweets coming up to me tell me that you listen to the, the most recent podcast. i want, i just i want to thank you guys so much and i want you guys to understand how much i appreciate all of you guys listening. i appreciate the likes, the retweets, the comments, uh, the messages coming up to me and tell me that you listen and you're you're waiting for the next week's podcast. It means so much to me, you guys. I just I wanted to just take a moment and let you guys know that um, that I that I greatly 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 appreciate it. I think sometimes gratitude and a gratefulness goes kind of gets thrown out the window, and I want you guys to uh, to know that I do appreciate it. And I'm grateful for you guys listening. Regardless of if you agree or disagree with, with any of my, my opinions or my stances on any of this basketball stuff, I, I do appreciate you guys listening. So thank you very much. I hope you guys continue to listen. Again, reach out to me on Twitter, at Spread and Bread. Send me a message. The website's theunintentional.com. Power Rankings up every Sunday. We've got three weeks left of the FBA before playoffs. I It's not going to be boring. I can guarantee that. If, if Friday is any indication of what we're in for for the next three weeks, it's going to be a wild finish. So again, appreciate everyone for listening. Enjoy the week. This has been Over and Back.